This is Lady Tiffany Ma and this is Eats Walls Within. I hope you guys are having a lovely Wednesday. It is beautiful outside, but it's still cold as hell. And the word on the street is, is that it's going to snow on Sunday. Mm-hmm. In the Atlanta, metro Atlanta area, they said it was going to snow, honey. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's cold, I'll tell you that. And this cold is not doing my lips no justice. Okay, I've been walking around here looking like a crackhead for three weeks with my lips all crispy. Because it's cold as hell outside. The first reason why my lips was crispy was because I was actually sick. And then now, two weeks later, my lips are still crispy because it's cold outside. So I'm telling everybody to moisturize, okay? Scrub and moisturize your lips. It is cold out here in these streets. It's freezing. Um, I'm freezing. Um, I'm using my heat more than I would like to use it. <laughs> I hate the fact that I have to use my heat because it's artificial air. But it's cold. Thank God for blankets. Thank God for being under a house, under a roof. Because Lord knows there are people out there who are not in a place to stay. But I am, so I thank God for that. Um, I hope y'all are keeping warm out there. I hope y'all are keeping safe. Um, I hope y'all are um, keeping happy. Um, so, uh, just to go down what I've been doing, um, it's pretty obvious I have started back watching Doctor Who. Now, I'm one of those people, I did watch the new seasons with Jody. Um, with Jodie Foster. Is her name Jodie Foster? Jodie Foster Whitaker. Jodie Whitaker. I watched um, the season with her. I think they did a pretty good job. I know some people do not like Chibnall. Uh, I do see the flaws in what he has written. But I'm not going to sit up here and act like it's all bad. There are a few good episodes. I love the episodes. I love how he translated... Uh, this the Daleks, and I love how he did the Cybermen. Um, because those are the big two things, and I love the bringing back of Jack Harkness. But people have issues with Shibnall, um, and some of the things he have done. And I'm looking back at all the other doctors. <coughs> um, right now. Because I, what happened was I decided to watch the episodes I like. And the episode I like really was I like the one with the Slitheen. I love the Slitheen. Um, with the first doctor, with the ninth doctor, not the first doctor. You know, with Eccleston. Um, I like that episode. And I like the one about um, when you first meet uh, Cassandra girl moisturize me moisturize me moisturize me my lips need to be moisturized right now girl and um i forgot what other episode i like i forgot and so and i went through the thing and start with dr nine and i like um and looked at the episodes i like and then now i'm going back and combing through the seasons and looking at episodes that i forgot about that were good um right now i am on david Tennant's doctor so I'm on Dr. Ten. Um, you asking me who my favorite doctor is. My favorite doctor is 
a fight between Dr. Eleven with the Smith and Dr. Twelve, which is Capaldi. Those are my two. My youngest and the oldest are my favorite doctors. I do like Eccleston as well, but Dr. Ten and well, Dr. Eleven and Dr. Twelve are my favorite doctors. So the oldest doctor in history and the youngest doctor in history, all my faves. I don't know why. I love Matt Smith. I like Matt Smith and everything. I liked him as Prince Philip. Anyway, but I've been watching Doctor Who. Um, I started back watching Steven Universe. I was watching Steven Universe. And yes, I am very aware it's a kid's show, but it is adult content as far as I'm concerned. Okay, you know, come on now. A planet full of full of women. Come on. Um, so I watched Steven Universe last night. And what happened was I started on a new season that they started out like they have a new season where they're re um, rehabbing, rehabilitating um gems from homeworld. And I messed up and found out something before I Got the whole storyline to begin with. Um, so, yeah, I started watching that. And, of course, I've been watching, like, organizing packaging videos. Um, just to get an idea of what to do because I will be coming out with merch soon. I was hoping to be working on that this month. But a monkey rich got thrown into my plans. So, I'm not going to really worry about that. But, yeah. These are things, you know, I'm thinking about and worried about. Um, these things have been going on with me and I've been watching. Lately, I've been relaxing. But for some reason, around 2 to 4, which is my podcast time, I have been feeling sleepy. And I don't know if it's because my body is exhausted from being sick. And I can't believe I talked this whole time and have not coughed. And now I'm trying to cough. But anyway, um, my body, you know, I think my body is still recovering from being sick because it did take a lot out of me to be sick. Um, so yeah, I've been careful with that and trying to be careful with that. But I have to do this podcast and of course I do it out of love. I don't do it because it's like a work or anything like that, but I do do it religiously. Um, so that's what I've been kind of doing lately is watching Doctor Who, um, watching Steven Universe. Uh, oh yeah, I've been watching Insecure 2. And I got my concoction again today, except for I got with two tacos. Um, but I'm trying to ease off the meat because I don't know what, what we're eating right now. But I did get the nutter concoction. What happened was I asked for extra potatoes and they gave me my cheesy fiesta potatoes. In a Nacho Bell Grande box. And I am happy. I am severely happy. Very happy. Another thing is. I had a dream about Dork and Smurf. <laughs> yeah girl. I had a dream about Dork and Smurf. Mm-hmm. Dork and Smurf. I'm going to need you to stop. Mm. And um, 
I'm gonna be honest with you. Even though he was like my childhood crush, I never really had like a sexual fantasy about him. Which is weird. And when I say sexual fantasy, sexual fantasy, like you fantasize, you daydream about this person. I'm not talking about a dream. I don't have sexual dreams, but I did have a sexual dream about me and Orion, Omarion's brother, before. It was intense, girl. But I, I've never, I, I don't really have sexual dreams that I can conjure up or pop up. Or, or something like that. So. <clears throat> sorry. You know, see, I messed up my little thing. I was like, but other than that, you know, that's what I've been doing. I've been peacefully seeking out life and having little fantasies and having little dreams about folks. So today we are going to be talking about um, crap. We're going to be talking about uh, Simon and Portia, girl. Honey, tacky is as tacky does. Um, word on the street is her family, I mean, her dad's side of the family ain't really fucking with her. Which, if you have a legacy like Hosea William does, Hosea William is a civil rights activist who is behind feeding the hungry. And they feed the hungry every holiday, including Dr. King's Day. So I'm not surprised if they disown her because you got to protect your legacy. But, you know, that's who we're going to be talking about, trashy-ass Portia. But before we talk about trashy-ass Portia... We're going to be talking about a little bit, some things that's going on in this world um, that's going down and what's happening. Um, my first story I want to talk about a little bit is um, it's from, it's on site.com um, and its contributor is Shady Porter. It says COVID and social distancing rule, rules have caused condom sales to plummet globally. And we're going to see a baby boom very soon. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the condom sales plummet don't mean that people are not social distancing. People are so they're not social distancing. We're gonna see a huge baby boom. So congratulations to all the COVID babies that are going to be born. <laughs> y'all ain't scared of STDs no more because y'all thought y'all were gonna die from uh COVID. You can still die from an STD. You can still be highly infected and become infertile from an STD. Ma'ams and sirs. But I guess y'all ain't scared of STDs or Mocos COVID out here killing folks. <laughs> so the article is saying, it looks like people are not going to deed as much as during the pandemic, at least not with protection. Condom sales have dropped massively in the last few years, NY Post reports. <laughs> the sales of condoms dropped 40% worldwide. According to the largest seller in the world, a company called Carex, and sales are not going back up very quickly either. It makes sense that people are having less sex due to social distancing guidelines and social place closing. Um, Carex CEO blamed a lot of it on hotels not being open and the government not giving them out. Why y'all always say the government supposed to give y'all something? <laughs> okay. 
A large portion of the condoms is distributed by the government around the world, which have reduced distribution significantly during COVID, says Go My Mia Kayak. Sorry to the person named that I just slaughtered. Um, I'm going to say this. There's something that Ari Fletcher said, and y'all know I'm not really a fan of Ari Fletcher, especially after she has no sympathy toward people who get their ass beat on the daily. Um, Ari Fletcher said this is the best time to make baby. Well, she didn't say make best time to make baby. She said this is the best time to get plastic surgery, which I agree, but I can't. I have not garnered the coins to get my BBL yet, so. This is also a great time to have a baby. I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not trying to, <laughs> especially if you're married and you've been too busy to have kids. Things have been slowing down and now will be a good time to have children. In the back of my head, I'm thinking that too. I'm like, damn, I should have had a baby at least last year or so because it slowed down a whole lot. So, um, it's a good time to have a baby, but you got to be careful and make sure that the person you have a baby with doesn't have COVID, doesn't have STDs, and doesn't have any other things that go bump in the night on the bumps. So, I, if you were not married, I suggest you still go back to using your condoms, you nasty. Y'all freaky. Y'all think COVID has, uh, gotten rid of the STDs or something? Go get your butt some condoms, you nasty. But if you are married, now would be a good time to have a baby. Just in case you were trying, you could try now. I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, we're going to continue with this podcast. Um, I have promoted cryptocurrency on here. However, I have not promoted a certain brand. Um, So... This is um, from BallerAlert.com. It says Kim Kardashian, Floyd Mayweather, and Paul Pierce sued over cryptocurrency scam. Not you in a scam, Kim. You usually, usually know how to clean your nose, honey. Your nose ain't clean today. This contributed to this uh, blog is Aaron Boogie, and it says Kim Kardashian, Floyd Mayweather, and Paul Pierce face a federal lawsuit that allegedly they deceive investors in pump and dump cryptocurrency scam. The lawsuit include, accused executives at Ethereum Max of collaborating with the cele celebrities to urge fans to buy the coins. The celebs were reportedly paid in tokens for their endorsement. The cryptocurrency crashed, but not before a creator made a lot of money. The lawsuit filed Friday in California claimed the Emacs creators We have learned over here at these walls are thin that before I cough, I have to drink water. New trick I learned in the radio. Let me continue. Claim the Emacs creators inflated the coin value before selling their shares and making large sums of money. At the same time, investors were left with nothing once it crashed. Defendant touted the prospects of the company and the ability for the investors to make significant return due to their favorable token tokenomics of the Emacs token. 
the lawsuit reads. In truth, the defendants market the Emacs tokens to investors so they could sell their portions of the float for a profit. In June, the Kardashian promoted Ethereum Max in Instagram posts. So, y'all noticing the Kardashian have not been able to get away scot-free like they used to? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've noticed that. I peeped that they have not been able to get away with a lot of things that they've been getting away with recently. Chloe ain't ever been able to get away with nothing because she big as hell. But everybody is getting caught up on, like, everybody's catching up on this. Be careful, Kimmy. You might end up like Chloe. Next story is from it's on site and this contributor is Nayara and it says viral videos show Walmart customer filling Dawn dish soap uh, by taking from another bottle. Y'all just now catching all the people doing this so they stupid enough to film it. She's stupid enough to film it and somebody gonna get her butt for that. <clears throat> this TikToker refused to let Walmart rip her off and some TikToker some TikTok users are here for it. In the viral video, the TikToker is seen pouring Dawn's dish soap into another bottle in an attempt to fill it up. The video uploaded by Chemical Triple X has already gained 14 million views on more than 9,500 comments when TikTok users have diverging comments. The text on the video reads, Walmart is not ripping you off. The TikToker is seen filling up the Dawn dish soap she, wish, she wishes to purchase with another bottle of, of the same soap. Many TikTok users have divulged thoughts and opinions about the matter. One user noted, I'm not mad, laugh out loud. I didn't realize people were so poor that they had to steal a few extra ounces of dish soap. This not about that. It's about the fact that they don't fill that shit up to the top anymore. Because if you look at the bottle, it's, it's not even full to the top. So they are kind of ripping you off. You're buying a whole bottle of soap and it's not filled to the top. So she it's not that she's poor is she has to pay a lot of money for one bottle that is not filled to the top. Which I totally get, but I wouldn't feel myself doing it. While another TikTok user commented, it's not filled up all the way for the packaging purposes. It's still the amount listed on the container. Some people commented this TikToker is someone reflected on their own experience and wrote in the comment section, no, but for real, I do this at the doll store with my laundry detergent. Why y'all men stupid shit like that? You do that secretly. It's the same thing when you open a package of grapes at this grocery store. Granted, it's not illegal, but you don't tell nobody you open the packages of grapes at the grocery store. Why would you film that? It's like people want to get taught these days. <clears throat> this one thing I want to talk about real quick. Um... Hey, but I had to watch the interview. <coughs> I had to watch the interview. Um, before I talk about this, but I will be doing a part two of Mir Cosby. Yesterday's breaking news, which apparently was 20 hours ago, but I had shut down my podcast since it was announced. But they have found the murder suspect in Young Dolph's case. 
Um, so kudos to them. Granted, I don't feel like they really did. But I have one question to people out there. How many people does it take to murder one person? It seems like it was two people that were arrested. Why two people have to shoot at someone? That's weird. have anyone else <clears throat> do i really care about this story all right so y'all know over the weekend it was announced that steph and aisha curry had an open marriage and now they're coming out and saying that they don't i found this on the neighborhood talk it says aisha curry denied being in an open relationship where her husband steph and she said don't disrespect her marriage like that And so she said um, in her post, she said, good gracious, God almighty, at Steph Curry 30, my babies at GQ cover shoot. <clears throat> so, and so, of course, one of you idiots decided to comment on her picture because you're miserable and you're unhappy with your life. And this idiot says, but yet you still want to open a relationship, shaking my head if I were him. You would have been sent to the streets already. Why are we mad at her? Oh, once again, you're mad because she's pretty. Got you. She said, don't believe everything you read. Do you know how ridiculous that is? Don't disrespect my marriage like that, please, and thank you. You go ahead, Aisha Curry. They just jealous, girl. They just mad. Somebody pissed in their lemonade and told me it was lemonade, girl. They, it's, they just mad. Don't, it's okay. Um... The last one, this happened two days ago, and I was supposed to report it yesterday, and I forgot. I'm going to report this, <clears throat> and I'm going to have a question on it. So, I saw this on the Neighborhood Talk, and it said, and it, it was a post done by Chris Brown. It says, China created first artificial sun. We are so blessed to be living in a time where anything is possible. The sky isn't the limit. It's just a view. I'm trying to figure out why China had to create a sun. Is it because the smog is so bad over there to where they had to make their own sun again? And instead of clearing the sky and making it better for people, they have to put a sun in the sky over there? feel about this i ain't got nothing against china i'm just suspicious of anything china does <laughs> uh you know i'm just really suspicious of anything china does because i know that the united states and china uh have a little small beef going and um i don't like being on the the other the latter end of china uh, and the fact that they made a sun makes me question what kind of energy they rolling with over there. Um, so it is a blessing that you can create your own sun, but the fact that they have created their own sun has me in question to what the sun is really doing. I'm expecting a TARDIS to show up soon to try to stop China. Uh, cause girl, mm, this smell like some end of the world shit. <laughs> uh, you know. 
uh, just Jesus, blink your eyes two times if you come back. Oh, <laughs> this don't feel right. I was scared. <laughs> I was scared. Um, yeah, but congratulations, congratulations on trying to find the slime. That concludes my um, stories for today, which I feel like I spent too much time on talking about. So, you know, but, you know, I just saw some stories that I wanted to talk about and I talked about them. But I will be doing a part two on Mary Cosby, being the fact that January is running out pretty fast. Um, I will be doing the whole month of February on Black History. I'll be talking about Black History figures. Um, some you may not know, some you may know. It all depends on you. Um, specifically inventors, because y'all don't think Black people know how to invent nothing. But with these few weeks left in January, I will be talking about the crazy stuff happening with reality stars and uh, TV curses. Next week, I'm going to be talking about the Glee curse. Today, we're going to be talking about trifling-ass Portia Williams. Mm -hmm. Sit back and relax. Enjoy the show. We're going to be talking about this trifling-ass situation dealing with Portia Williams and Simon Grabadia. And I'm going to tell y'all, first thing first, I never liked Simon. I never liked him. I smell trifling. I know what trifling is. I don't care if it says it has $40 million. If, I, if you're trifling, you're trifling. Okay, sir? Um, it has been drama around this whole situation surrounding the two. Because of how quickly he and Portia decide to get married. And how quickly he decides to divorce his wife, who was his third wife, Fallon Pena. Now, it has been drama rolling around with that. Um, Fallon got pregnant. So... We're going to be talking about that, so I want you guys to sit back. I want you to relax. I want you to enjoy the show, get you some hot cocoa, some eggnog, or a piece of some of China Sun. We're going to be talking about this trifling-ass storyline with Simon and Portia. So, apparently, <clears throat> Portia, Joanne just scammed her way into getting a reality show, okay? I'm trying to figure out how she got a reality show, but y'all still didn't give Nene a spinoff, which I don't understand. But Portia got one. 
So they are on a reality show, and while the reality show is being filmed, while the reality show is being uh, streamed, people are finding different stories every day. The most recent story I saw was that there was claims that um, Portia cousin got abused by uh, Portia's baby daddy, Dennis. So, I have not watched a reality show because <laughs> your girl don't have cable. <laughs> I don't have cable for a reason. But from my understanding, the show is trash. So, apparently, a fight broke out. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, all these worms are coming out of the can. So... We're going to talk about different stories from different blogs dealing with Simon and Portia today. And I'm going to give my little two cents. The first story is from It's On Site. Um, and it says that Portia Williams' cousin claims Portia was messing around with Simon while he was married to Fallon, Fallon Pena. So Portia's cousin, um, Lady T. Ford. Oh, so you're a lady too like me. Um, she said, one thing I don't stand for is disrespect. She said, I don't care who you are. You don't disrespect another man, another anyone's mother. You don't call any someone's mother out their name. And you definitely don't try to put your hands on anyone's mother. That's iffy, but I get what you're saying. You know, you don't do that. Many have asked me my opinion on the show, so here it is. I'm glad that I declined to do the show after being asked to be on there. So she's not on the show. I don't agree with a lot. There's being betrayed. But what I am grateful and thankful for is that the world gets truly to see who Dennis and Mama Gina are. Once they're open, ones that over the years I have personally gotten to know, I love. Ones who have called and checked in on me and my family almost every day since my mother passed. So no one can ever say anything bad about them or disrespect them in my book. I will not stand for it. <clears throat> so basically she's saying that um, Dennis and his mother are great people. So, you know, that means that Portia is Krusty the Clown. She continues, and to answer some of y'all questions, so I don't have to answer them anymore. Was I asked to be on the show? Yes, by decline, simply because I knew initially they wanted to create a fake narrative that Portia has a village that agreed to all her BS, and she doesn't. <laughs> oh, my God. You go ahead, Lady T4. You tell it. That's what I'm talking about. Trash in family. Always try to make it seem like people are okay with them being trash. Let me continue. Do you still talk to Portia? Nope. After not hearing from her on Diane since my mom passed and then months later asked to do the show? Absolutely not. I'm not a seed filler. Do I agree with Portia and Simon's relationship? I don't agree with messing around. Better yet, it being engaged to a married man, which I told her my thoughts. And her response amongst a few other words, be blessed and oh, have the Lord been blessing me. Amen, sister. 
For the record, I am no one's ass kisser, seat filler, flunky, or groupie. Never have been, never will be. And for damn sure not one to call out a convenience. Hashtag, when you can't control the narrative. Hashtag, the real lies, the truth. Hashtag, I said what I said. She said what she said. She said, and lastly, anyone who agrees or condone that behavior, I want no parts. My parents raised me better than that. And add blessings to you too. If you're no one, if you no one publicly has apologized to you, I will apologize on behalf of our family. You didn't deserve that, Mama Gina. P.S. This will probably be up until my sister read it and tell me to take it down. But until then, that is what it is. So that's a family member on Portia's side saying that she is not going to sit up here and do this. You know, she's not doing this. She's not playing this. She's not falling into the game. At all. Now, I want to talk about this. Because like I said, I've been talking about reality stars all week. I'm going to talk about the fake narrative that they tried to spin and how it backfires. And this is a good case of it backfiring. Oops. Um, This is a great case of it backfiring on the person who tried to spin a narrative on something that's different. Okay. Well, uh, this week we, we talked about um in the beginning of this week, the first day this week, Monday, we talked about how Mary Cosby allegedly has something to do with the downfall of Jen Shaw and how now, because she made the authorities side-eye Jen Shaw, she forgot that she also had skeletons in her own closet. Now... I want to talk a little bit about Portia Williams because she's a fan favorite on the Real Housewives franchise, okay? People like her. Um, They adore her. And she has a likable personality until now. But recently, she has been caught with her pants down Twice. Okay. She's been taught that. Y'all remember the little crappy-ass storyline they did for the Real Housewives of Atlanta? And I will be honest with you. For a minute there, I was team Portia because I know that Kenya and Candy 
were trying to get the production to be on their side, okay? They were trying to sway production into spinning the narrative that they wanted to be spinned. And um, I didn't like that. I don't, I don't like any manipulation done by cast members to production, okay? But once again, the Kardashians do it all the time. They do it with phone calls, honey. They did it to Taylor Swift on a phone call. They did it to Reggie Bush on a phone call where all them fake phony ass bitches with their fake ass faces was sitting on a phone call trying to catch Reggie Bush calling Kim a bitch, a whore, a prostitution slut. Okay? And that didn't happen and Reggie made sure it didn't happen because these hoes are messy. But on the Real Housewives franchise, a lot of the Real Housewives don't really have sway in production contrary to the popular belief. Um, but Portia came out scot-free last season, even though production caught her or caught an audio of her having sex with a stripper at a bachelorette party for Cynthia. Now, to me, I thought the storyline was stupid and it was dumb and it was crazy, okay? And Portia continued to say that she didn't do it or whatever you think it sounded like or whatever you think it was. Because that's what fucking hoe-ass bitches do when they're guilty. They say, well, whatever you think you heard or whatever you saw, that's not what was happening. So she had people on her side when she was doing that, okay? Even the production of the Real Housewife team kind of sided with Portia. And I agree. It doesn't matter if somebody's having sex. Everybody grown. We can do whatever they, we want to do. Um... Say what we want to say um, and, and, and sleep with who we want to sleep with. So if we want to sleep with someone, we should. But you are being filmed, okay? You're doing your job as a real housewife. Why are you having loud-ass sex? We're production there. Because Real Housewives is your job. So why are you having loud ass sex? Are you trying to make people jealous or whatever have you? What are you doing? <clears throat> but everybody ignored that storyline because it was stupid. And I agree, it was a stupid storyline. And like I said, you know... I liked Portia. I was a Portia fave. But after a while, it becomes a thing where, you know, when you start to realize that somebody is bullying someone and the person she's bullying is Kenya. Now, I know <coughs> I low-key feel like Kenya didn't care about the storyline. But during that season, during the storyline... Portia introduced a friend to the show named Fallon Pena. Fallon Pena. Let me get it right. Fallon Pena. <laughs> and Fallon Pena came on there and she had this big, nice house and she had this old ass man for a husband. And he had money. He was what we call in the Real Housewife universe an African billionaire or a Nigerian billionaire. You know, the ones that y'all catch on the computer, then 
these billionaires tell you that their money is stuck in some Swedish bank account and then they ask them for $500 so they can get a plane ticket to sweet to sweet Switzerland to get their uh money out of the Swiss bank account. Yeah, that kind. Um <laughs> because that's what it seems that Simon is. He's one of those types. Okay, those are real African billionaires. Don't get me wrong. They're real Nigerian, real African billionaires, but it's not Simon Gorbadia. So she comes on the show. She has this nice house. It's nice. It's big or whatever. So Fallon and Latoya Forever. I love Latoya Forever. Um, they clash. They clash because Latoya Forever started asking a question about Fallon of where she get her money, where did it come from, where did it go, why did it go, who did it go, where it went. Let's just say this. I'm going to give Latoya her props for sniffing out bullshit when she saw it. Now, everybody got mad at Portia for asking questions. But the, the thing was, was that Portia was asking questions, really, uh, not Portia, Latoya for asking questions. But the truth is, Latoya prosecuted Fallon, but she really should have been looking at Simon's side eye instead of Fallon. But I still look at Fallon's side eye because, I mean, a beautiful girl like that, she's not going to go to waste, all right? She's going to always find herself a rich man. Okay, now why this is going on and why Fallon's defending uh, her Joanna scamming husband, he is sleeping with Portia. Now, he's, he's messing with Portia. Now, according to his cousin, he been messing with, with, with Portia, okay? Because for you to make a decision to get married and to be with somebody, um, you didn't just fall in love with them yesterday. You fall in love with him them a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Something like that, you know? So the season ended. Nobody resolved anything. Um, Portia didn't feel the need to explain to nobody. Which... Like I said, it really wasn't nobody's business about Portia having sex, who she was having sex with and why she was having sex with him, because she grown. So I don't know why they made that a storyline. Who was getting it bang banged? Okay, we get it. But once again, Portia, you're on a set of a reality show. So why all the loud moaning and screaming? Like, who were you trying to make jealous? And did you give a loud have mercy? That's how everybody knows. <laughs> a loud have mercy. Yes. <laughs> Is that what gave it away? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Was it the law of mercy? And was it really with Bolo or was it Simon? 
That's my question. Um, so what happened was after the last season of The Real Housewives of Atlanta, which I think was season 13, um, all of a sudden you hear or you start seeing pictures of Simon and Portia together. They're taking pictures, um, um, in, on the island, on a boat, or whatever. The truth of the matter is, it was really promotion for her reality show that she was doing by herself. Let's be straight up honest. Um, that's why it's a storyline and it's a fake storyline. Okay, girl. Um, but they take pictures on um on the island, and she's in the middle between her Simon and Dennis, and you see her somewhere around there or whatever. Um, you know, basically make it a thing thing. You know, and everybody like, wait a minute. Ain't this nigga married to Fallon? Oh, pretty young Fallon. Pretty younger than Portia Fallon. Hot, big booty Fallon. What the fudge? So Simon, with his uh, Hollywood smile, um, <laughs> oh no, um, Simon, with his fake ass, announced as if people gave a damn that him and Portia, not him and Portia, him and Fallon got divorced. He decided to announce to the world that him and Fallon got divorced. And then he announced that him and Portia were engaged to be married a few months, a little, like probably a month after that. Now, this is the timeline thing. And it's crazy to me because people talk about the timeline all the time, especially when you talk about, you remember when, when uh, Phaedra was trying to lie about the timeline and when she was going to have her baby? But she didn't want her mom to know that she had sex with her man out of wedlock. <laughs> Which is like, girl, you grown. If she don't think you having sex by now, something wrong with her. And Kim Zosiak also was one of the ones that pulled the, um, yeah, the doctor said I can't fly. And she was probably like four months pregnant. Doc said, I can't fly. Just say you don't want to be around these women because they're going to make you feel like shit about yourself because you really ain't got money like that. Anyway. <clears throat> they pulled one of those and people were like, wait a minute, aren't you friends with Fallon? Now, Fallon had did interviews and put it out there that her and Portia were cool. And then it turned around that Portia was sleeping with Fallon's husband. <clears throat> now, ex-husband.
Okay. So they announced this, and um, let's be straight up honest. I'm going to be honest with you. This all, to me, has seemed like a publicity stunt. Excuse my background. So, I mean, the whole time I'm looking at this, I'm like, this is a publicity stunt. This is not real. I don't believe this story. They need more people. Sorry. That's just how I felt. Plan play, period. So, now we're in the thick of the reality show. Not only they say it's not going to be renewed for a second season. Um, it's just whack. It's just awful. And so now all this drama is coming out. You got cousins accusing cousins of cousins. And it's just weird, right? It's just weird. The thing, but the thing about it is, it's like, I'm going to be straight up honest with you. I never liked Simon. It's just something about his greedy grin that just rubs me the wrong way. I don't know why, but his greedy grin just, just, Makes my butt itch. It makes my butt itch. And I'm like, uh, it's just something about him that's creepy, that's weird, that's Joanne the scam. Okay? Something about him is not right. The more we look into it, the more we realize this man is not worth $40 million. He don't own the mansion <laughs> anymore that he had with Fallon. He had an office with a 1997 computer in it, a fat back computer. <laughs> not one of the new ones. It's just something, right? People saying that people that his family in Africa disowned him, I heard. Allegedly. So you the second African on Real Housewife that's being disowned by your African tribe, sir. That's interesting. Cause you know they said the same thing about Wendy Asifo. 
Which my thing is this, is I don't feel like she's cursed because she got four degrees and she's a very highly intelligent woman and she also is a commentator. So, I mean, she has more credentials than Simon Grabadia. But Simon, you need more people. You're a liar, sir. I heard that he worked at Kentucky Fried Chicken when he met his first wife. Ain't nothing wrong with working at Kentucky Fried Chicken, don't get me wrong. I was working at Taco Bell five years ago. But, you know, he was working at Kentucky Fried Chicken, girl. Mm-hmm. And his worst first wife got him off his feet. Got him on his feet, and he threw her away because I guess she didn't do it, and then he got with his second wife. You know, he's just doing what he's doing, right? He's screwing with his old, elderly way to the top. Which I will say this, if you a man and you got a game like that and you got people believing that you worth $40 million, which I never believe, uh, Mr. New Veneers, which by the way, tell me who your doctor is so I can get veneers. I want some new veneers, girl. Uh, anyway, but Mr. New Veneers, it's no way in the world. If you're a $40 million man, you ain't got time for this real housewives crap or shit. You ain't got time for that. You're busy building your empire. You're building businesses or businesses. You're building business. You're busy doing business trips, meetings. You ain't got time for this. Every time you have hit social media, you have done, it has something to do with drama. And he kind of low-key did the drama with his ex. With Fallon, with she cheated on me. And I'm supposed to feel sorry for you, sir. Word on the street is the women that you've been with have been upgrading you, not you upgrading them. And then old Portia is falling for your BS. And now she ruined her legacy as a person. So the civil rights activist of 2020 is now the freaking dumb whore of 2022. And so now, you know, since she wants people to ignore the trash that she's made on TV, she decided to come out with a book. And in the book, she talked about her relationship with Ara Kelly. <clears throat> and she said she had plans on having a baby with R. Kelly, honey. Long story short, now she's claiming she a victim. I did not know you could be a victim if you want a baby with the man that, that that's harassing you. That's weird. This is what happens when you try to create a fake storyline. It comes out like this. It happens to the best and the worst of us. People are going to always find out the true thesis about you in your life and these reality stars try to put on a fake show and everybody find out that they shit truly do stink and roses really smell like boo-boo and these reality stars always get caught with their hands in the peanut butter jar 
It's crazy. So was this all worth ruining your reputation, Portia? No, it wasn't. So because you made something that you could have stuck to being better, you made it worse. With that being said, I hope you guys are having a lovely witness day. Which is ruled by Mercury. Which is day is vibrating the number four. All of you guys are having a lovely witness day. <laughs> I am so outie. 